Hi, it's Barnabas. Many of our most important sources, such as the Explorer Academy code-breaking activity adventure, are written by Dr. Gareth Moore, a puzzle and brain training author who lives in the UK. He's created, I think, now over 400 books, and many of them we use on the show. One of my personal favorites is called 404. The basic idea is that a mysterious group that calls themselves The Republic has sent you a book filled with over 60 puzzles, and it is your job to solve them. You can find him at drgarethmoore.com or on his YouTube channel. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back. In this episode, we learn about Pig Latin and a bunch of other related language games and are introduced to a new character. Without further ado, start the show. Welcome to the Kids Code Podcast. I'm Barnabas, your host. And I'm Steve, your co-host. Today we we are talking about Pig Latin. Joining us are Fred and Bob Bot. Bob Bot is a robot that time traveled here from the future just a few days ago. And loves to correct my mistakes, it seems. He is often super annoying, but he's here, and I can't stop him from being here. Especially with his time-traveling abilities, because he could time-travel right back. If you hear any flubs or mistakes from this episode or any later episodes... Write them in an Apple Podcast review, and Bob Bot will try to find them and report them to me on the show, probably in some inconvenient place. Is that right, Bob Bot? Correct. I already have a flub. You forgot to mention that I know almost nothing about written codes because in the future, people send messages with weird-looking brainwave-catching headsets. If that's true, you should go back and listen to my first episodes. Okay. Now the key! Fred, take it away! Pig Latin is very simple. Here are the rules. 
one. If a word begins with a vowel, you add yay to the end of the word. For example, eel becomes ear yay, open becomes open yay, and ape becomes ape yay. If a word begins with a consonant, you move it to the end of the word and add a. If the initial consonant is made up of two letters like th or ch or tr, then you move both of them to the end of the word and add a. So chin becomes inche, baseball becomes aceball bay, and trunk becomes unctray. When Pig Latin is written down. It is very, very easy to spot how it works, but when it is spoken quickly and precisely, it can be an effective code. Turkish Irish is another language game that is very old. It is also very simple, like Pig Latin. You simply put a b before each vowel in a word. When you have two vowels together in the word, like in reach or feet, you add the a b before the first of those two vowels. So snack becomes snaback. Coat becomes kaboot, and bike becomes babite. Again, this coded system works best when you speak your messages quickly. All of these systems are the same in that way. Here's another one. It's called inflationary English. Whenever there's something that sounds like a number in a word or the whole word, you change that to the next number up. For example, anyone up for tennis becomes any two up five eleveness. Here's another one: gibberish. Everybody knows about gibberish, but this is a word game version of it. Insert etherg for words one to three letters long. Etug for words four to six letters long, and edig for words with seven or more letters after the first consonant in each syllable. Here's another one: spoonerism. It is formed by swapping first letters of nouns and verbs. For example, the pig is sick could be the sick is pig, and light a fire becomes fight a liar. Some of those are kind of fun when you switch them around. Here's another one. It's called Izzle. Insert Izzle, I-Z-Z-L-E, after a word's last consonant before vowels, and 
uh, take away all the letters after that. For example, it could be summerizzle vacationizzle for summer vacation. Here's another one: tutneys. For each consonant in a word, add into that word a word that starts with that consonant. For example, how how could be hashawack? Here's here's the final one: backslang. In backslang, you basically just flip the words backwards and say them backwards. When they're unable to be said, you can you can switch pairs of letters around to their original locations to make it easier to say. So, these are so some of these language games have words that look identical in them. So, how many of them are useful? Let's figure it out. First, I can already rule off "izzle" because you're knocking off a whole bunch at the end, and so not much will be different. For example, "hate," "hate," "haters," "hater," or and and most other things that start with "hate" will be seen as "hatizzle." As which is the same as what hatter would be. There are also other things like this and the. Both are this are both thizzle. Backslang is fun, but lots of the stuff are hard to figure out. So, uh. When sending a message, because because the receiver of the message doesn't know every word that is being said, so it's harder to figure out what is being said. So that can be crossed off. Pig Latin, though, is pretty is very helpful. Inflationary English is pretty helpful, but it. Doesn't change the message enough for it to be worth using as a code. Here's what I say all over the place about inflationary English. It's a fun thing to play around with, though, and I think if you did it enough, you could probably find some good number-related puns from it. Spoonerism is sometimes fun, but it all, but that also can be confusing. Gibberish is a good idea though to use, and so is Turkish Irish. So that leaves us at gibberish, Turkish Irish, and Pig Latin to use as codes. So. How much 
are these codes and how much are they just games? Well, it turns out they're mostly games, but they can be converted into codes. How did Pigpen start? Well, the most likely place is from is f- just from children thinking up games for in school in schoolyards and those sorts of things. Just random eventual stuff that grow into games that all sorts of people play. That that is the most likely explanation. They are s- called schoolyard games, you know. Many of these, though, especially Pig Latin, were not originally the same way they are today, because because Pig Latin is hundreds of years old. And there are others too that are more complicated and le- and more that are even less well known. There are so many different things, and it's a good idea to create your own because when because it's going to be harder. For, as I say in most episodes. For the opposition to figure out something that you made up or tweaked to have your own variant of it. Also, those were only English games. There are language games in many, many, many languages. Now, Pig Latin is pretty well known. So it has been used in many movies and songs. For example, in 1919, a singer named Arthur Fields sang a song called "Pig Latin Love," which is partially in Pig Latin. Later. In 1934, so- someone in a movie short inte- was attempting to impress another person with his skill in pig Latin, but it turned out that the other person knew it even better. In another episode by the same people, another person was was trying to communicate with an Asian boy using Pig Latin, which did not work well. There are a few words that have, from Pig Latin, gotten into regular usage. I might talk about those later. There are a few different variations of Pig Latin in French. And there are a lot of different words that that are now in normal French that are in those. 
Now, the story. Let's take a quick break. Hi, everybody. Guess what? It's season four, and the Kids Code podcast is officially two years old. On July 19th, 2021, Zero Trailer was released. We also have a couple other twos. We've been listened to in over 200 cities all over the globe. And we've been listened to nearly 2,000 times. And we wouldn't be able to do it without you. Thanks so much for listening. Your support means a lot. Well, that's enough of the announcement. Back to the show. It's time, said Codemaster Cole. We need to ambush their HQ. Okay, said Steve. That morning, they had seen the new recruit go in again, and this time, he was using a different code at the lock. Then, Codemaster Cole, Steve, Dan, Crow, Fred Fine, and Al went to ambush the HQ. Soon, the evil ant came out. What a wonderful day to think up evil plots to take over many places and rob many others. Oh no! Called the crow. The evil ant heard and came towards Crow. I was sure I could hear someone from over there. But maybe it's just the narrator talking. No, it's not. I see that. Crow tried to hide further into the bushes, but the evil ant still saw him. Then, the evil ant pulled out a ray and said, Abzay, okay, Abzay, okay. And the ray zapped Ka the Crow, and immediately Ka the Crow said, Oh, evil ant, let us go in and think up some evil plans. Oh no, they, we, we just brainwashed God the Crow, said Codemaster Cole. I guess that means that Kyle the Crow is evil now. We gotta stop that from working. I agree, 
I think his voice sounds more natural when he's not brainwashed and when he is good. What does that have to do with anything? The end. Well, I hope you like the story. And I've started incorporating secret messages into the story. See if you can hear where it is this time. Here's a few Pig Latin messages. One. Aye of lay ute isen lay ute the ounce of ye or smay od k. Two. Is way actus prey, uye ud k ounce ikle is they. Have fun figuring those out. I have another one. This one is in tokus iris. What is it? The beast. Abe pabe sabo. Wabba's fabun. I couldn't agree more, Fred. Steve, Fred, I think that's about. We're about done with the episode. Do you? I think about. Okay, I love doing this one. It felt a lot better than last one. Beep boop bop, you forgot me. Oh, hi, Bob Bot. How many le- episodes have you listened to yet? I have listened to the first two or three. I do not even remember. Weirdly, I seem to be malfunctioning. My remembrance circuitry is breaking. Uh Uh-oh, I think I'll have to fix that. Well, say bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Steve. episode we're going to be finally for i believe the first time yet talking about an actual code the sources i used in this episode were the wikipedia articles language games and pig latin and top secret by paul b janezko We'll be back next week, but until then, keep on cracking!
So, Steve, how do you feel about our next episode, Book Code? I feel great! And I'm finally thinking that if I can figure out where, I will put my new segment, Steve's Tips, into that episode. Nice. I can't wait to hear that. Also, do you think there's any way to get Caw the Crow back? Probably some way, but I have no idea what. Well, I guess we'll have to wait to find out. We have a couple more episodes. That's true. And nobody said anything about how there wasn't going to be any cliffhangers at the end of the season. Though I hope there isn't. Well, who knows? You'll find out at the end of the season whether there's a cliffhanger at the end of the season. again. That's true, but all of them were longer than most of, but all of them seemed to be longer than most of last season's episodes. That's true. I remember episode one. That one was only like ten minutes long, and all of these so far have been at least twenty. Yep. Well, everybody, goodbye, and see you soon. Thank you for listening.